anyone who has been affected and wants some form of closure. He added he was willing to help any appropriate law enforcement agency with their investigations, if required. Companies he had links with, such as BT, Barclays and KPMG, have distanced themselves from the Duke, as well as many universities and charities. A prominent activist and former Somali diplomat has been shot dead in the capital Mogadishu. Almas Elwan was on her way to the airport at the time of the incident. Isabel Nakira reports from Kampala. The vehicle that Almas Elwan was traveling in was ripped through with bullets before she was killed. It's still unclear why she was killed. Almas was actively involved in various peace initiatives in Somalia. She was a former diplomat, serving at the Somali embassy in Kenya between 2016 and 2017. Many people have expressed shock at the death of Almas. There's been many messages of condolences to the family on social media. And the Indian government has given its approval for the food ministry to import 120,000 tonnes of onions into the country, as Sarita Mukherjee explains from New Delhi. The cost of onions, a key kitchen ingredient in India, jumped to 60 Indian rupees or around 80 cents a kilogram. A year ago, the staple vegetable was priced at 22 rupees, which is around 30 cents per kilogram. The decision to import 120,000 tons of onions was taken to increase the supply and in turn reduce the steep price hike. Local reports state that there has been a 26% fall in the harvest of onions in India this year. Other than relaxing import regulations, the Indian government has banned exports and the hoarding of onion stocks to meet demand in the market. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. You're neutral to it. And you can hear it repeatedly without feeling anything. But when we introduce a new stimulus, save the food, we've achieved pulling a natural or inborn response from you. Save the food, because 40% of all food in the US never gets eaten. Save the food, cook it, store it, share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council. Listen, as a hiring manager, I've got to tell you, the best job candidate isn't always the typical candidate. Sometimes they're a grad of life. Meet the grads of life, young adults of unique determination and experience, an ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Sometimes the best candidates aren't the ones you're used to. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of This is the story of a very special woman. Just a few knew about her superpowers. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her Mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. 
This is a test of the emergency podcast system. Activated by contract termination. Rumors of our demise are greatly exaggerated. Welcome to Stacy on the Right with your host, Stacy Washington. She's blessed to be a Bible-reading, gun-toting, Air Force veteran, wife and mom, righteously American. Hey, welcome. Thank you so much for being with us today. We have a jam-packed program. We're going to start off with and really focus on today uh, a subject that is just, it's absolutely necessary. And that is we have to find a way to start talking about what really matters in this next election contest. The president of the United States is going to be elected this time next year. In fact, he'll already have been elected this time next year. So we're talking about less than 12 months away. We're making a huge decision that will impact the way we literally, um, you know, the, the way that we live. How will our children operate under an infringement of their rights, uh, the removal of certain religious liberties, and so on and so forth? And, and if you think you've been upset with what's been happening in the courts, the judicial activism, the ability of liberals to circumvent the electoral process when a majority of people in a state actually elect Republicans to control their legislature and the liberals say, oh, that's OK. We'll just take whatever we want to do to a ballot initiative. We'll just go to the, the voters in a different way. We'll sell this ungodly, unconstitutional issue to voters using puppy dogs and children in ads across your state. We'll carpet bomb you and we'll get people who normally would never vote for this idea to vote for it by putting it in a certain language, framing it in a certain way, putting the right commercials out there. We don't need to own your legislature. That's what they do here in Missouri. Democrats don't run anything here except the inner cities, which are largely failed, which they refuse to take responsibility for. But they are able to put issues up for a ballot initiative by standing outside of the Panera Breads and the, the St. Louis Bread Company and any place you go eat, outside the bookstore, outside the library, they stand out there and they have an innocuous looking young person. Most of the time they're black. And that person is very, very personable and just the nicest person you're ever going to meet. And they ask you, this is for kids. This helps people who are poverty stricken. Would you just sign so we can get this on the ballot so Missourians can have a voice? Well, Missourians already have a voice, as do all uh, uh, Americans. You have a voice when you go to the ballot box and you elect your state legislature. And if it's a Republican legislature, you've voted for them and they're enacting laws on your behalf. And if it's a Democratic legislature, it's the same thing. Now, Republicans don't do this. We don't go to the, the voters after they've already elected a bunch of Democrats and put ballot initiatives on there. This is a strictly um, kind of Soros operation. This is the, the mechanism of the left. They need courts and puppies and you know images of children, the ones they haven't aborted in order to get things passed, past the Constitution, really, the, the gatekeeper of everything that we're doing. So what I want to talk about today on today's program is I want to unpack a very simple pair of documents, two documents. And I have a, this is a summary comparison sheet, and I've mentioned it on the show before, but I want to unpack it today because now is the time as we go into the holidays for us to, in a leisurely fashion, because we're in no hurry, not to wait until the middle of October next year where we feel pressured 
and to run down a, uh, you know, one of those little, it's like a cheat sheet that different candidates will put out. They'll say, vote for me and also vote for all these Democrats. And they hand those things out like candy, voter guides. And Republicans will sometimes have them too. But what we really need is to understand why we're voting the way we're voting, right? Can, can y'all get with me on that? Why are we voting the way we're voting? And the way to figure out why you're voting the way you're voting, the way to educate yourself and make sure that the way that you're voting reflects your values as a Christian. If you're somebody, you know, if you're permanently tan like me and this is Democrat speak, so bear with me. If you're voting as a black person, because, you know, I, I, I still rail against that. I still rail against voting as a black person, but since that's the world we're living in, that's the table that's been set, that's the the game board that's been set, we're going to deal in their language for the purpose of this discussion. If you're voting as a woman, in other words, if you're voting as a demographic group, or if you're like me and you're voting as a human being who has constitutionally protected rights and a citizen of the United States, all right, that works too. That that's that should be the framework from which you come. You're you're, you're a Christian. You're voting your values, you're voting your Christian worldview. So there's an easy way to determine which candidate or which party has the same values that you have. And I'm speaking specifically to black Americans on this, but this works for everyone, as most of the things do. Can we just put a pin in that for a second and discuss how if we're talking about saving a certain portion of your income, not going into debt to buy things that aren't a necessity. So if it's not a house or a vehicle, you're not going into debt for it. You're saving your money up first and buying it for cash. And really, you could put vehicles in that category as well. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm not one of those, like, I'm not completely against debt. I think there's good debt and there's bad debt, consumer debt, credit cards, department store cards, furniture bought on time, TVs bought on time. That's all bad. But uh, you can borrow for good purposes. You can borrow within a certain reasonable amount of money for your education. You can also borrow for, you know, a vehicle. You can also borrow for a home, a condo, townhouse, single family, whatever you're working with, you can borrow for that. And I believe that's wrong. But there's a way to look at all of it. So if, if saving money and not borrowing outside of what your means will allow works for an Asian American, it works for a white American, it works for a black American, that concept works regardless of the status of your permanent tan. It is the behavior that determines the outcome, not the melanin content of the person who's engaging in the behavior. Now, if that's not something you believe in, if you believe that three Americans can sit side by side and have identical behaviors and have radically different results. There is no guarantee that everyone who does the right things will have identical results to everyone else. But statistically speaking, certain behaviors yield certain results. So if you don't believe that that's true, then you're probably going to need to check out of the conversation at this point, because everything that comes hereafter is not going to make sense to you. What I'm saying is, if any American wants to understand what each party is about, and you don't trust the media, you don't trust the talking heads, the pundits, you don't want any one person who may or may not have a bias against what you believe to determine how you vote, then your best bet is to go to the source documents. So the source documents for politics would be the party platforms. Outside of the Constitution, which you should have an understanding of, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, you should know what your rights are as in your innate rights as a human being in America. 
But there's something beyond that, and that is what does each party platform stand for? Now, largely, both parties adhere to what their platforms say. There really are connections between the behavior of politicians and the party platforms. So it's interesting when they have the big fight every uh, presidential election year, both of the parties come together and they have their national convention. And at that point, the delegates from each state determine what is going to be in the party platform, whether it will remain the same or be changed. And if it is changed, what those changes will be. And so there are some key issues that you can look at when you're comparing the Republicans and the Democrats. So I'm going to go through them. The first one that I want to issue is human, uh, that I want to discuss is human life. So the Republican Party platform says the Constitution's guarantee that no one can be deprived of life, liberty, or property deliberately echoes the Declaration of Independence proclamation that all are created, endowed by their creator with inalienable right to life. Accordingly, we assert the sanctity of human life and affirm that the unborn child has a fundamental right to life which cannot be infringed. We support a human life amendment to the Constitution and legislation to make clear that the 14th Amendment's protections apply to children before they are born. On the key issue of human life, Democrats differ. Their party platform on page 37 says, quote, Democrats are committed to protecting and advancing reproductive health rights, and justice. We believe unequivocally that every woman should have access to quality reproductive health care services, including safe and legal abortion, regardless of where she lives, how much money she makes, or how she is insured. We believe that reproductive health is core to women's, men's, and young people's health and well-being. We will continue to oppose and seek to overturn federal and state laws and policies that impede a woman's access to abortion, including repealing the Hyde Amendment. So the first thing I want to highlight is that Democrats focus in on the right of women who have already exercised their rights by having unprotected sex with people that aren't their husband. And then after the resultant consequence, which sex is for the purpose of procreation, when a baby is conceived, then the Democrats say that that woman has the right to abort the baby and that the baby has no innate rights. It is a similar stance to that which was taken towards permanently tanned individuals who happened to be slaves at the time, black slaves. They were thought not to have human rights. So if they were deprived of their life or their liberty or their property, it was a non-issue because the rights of slave owners superseded the rights of basically what was a piece of property, human beings, men, women, and children who were owned in chattel slavery. They were inventoried as property. The same way they would count how many chairs they had on the plantation, how many couches, how many, how many wagons, they, how many barns, how many horses, how many cows. They would also count how many of and of what kind of slaves they had, male, female, and children. If you can't see as a Christian that that is not the way that God has called us to vote, please don't take it up with me. That's an issue between you, God's word, and him. Not me, because I didn't write the Bible and I didn't put it in there that God created man and woman, created us in his own image, and that he controls the number of our days. And when we snuff out human babies, we're basically shaking our fist at him in defiance. It's pure rebellion. The Bible says we should not touch the anointed, which is the, the offspring of the womb. And the payment for that 
is judgment. That's just the first issue, human life. Connected to that is the issue of Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood is actually addressed in both party platforms. On page 13 of the Republican Party platform, it says, we oppose the use of public funds to perform or promote abortion or to fund organizations like Planned Parenthood so long as they provide or refer for elective abortions or sell fetal body parts rather than provide health care. The Democrats say on this same issue on page 37, we will continue to stand up to Republican efforts to defund Planned Parenthood health centers, which provide critical health services to millions of people. If killing almost a million people a year, well, they, they actually do a third of the abortion. So killing 300 and some odd thousand people, unborn people is a health service, then this is accurate. But as we all know, a part of health services is maintaining and promoting life, not killing Killing is not a health service. So this party platform plank that includes human life and Planned Parenthood on the Democratic side is diametrically opposed to what God's word says. And as Christians, if you're supporting that, you are committing a sin. And if you're black and you're supporting the wholesale elimination of 40 percent of our population since the passage of Roe v. Wade, you are also going against what God's word says, but you're also participating in genocide, the genocide of your own people. It is important to point that out and to make sure that it is understood that at no point should any people group support the genocide of their own people, of any people group, but specifically because we're told that black people are all the same and we have a unimind and we all have to do the same things. We should at very minimum all support the idea that every black person born and unborn has the right to live until their natural death. Black lives do matter. Black unborn lives matter. And if you don't agree with that, your issue's not with me. It's with your party's platform if you're a Democrat. So the next issue that we're going to tackle is judges. Before we go into that, I want to just have some programming notes. We're still working out which way we want to go with. Um, obviously, we're, we're doing the Life Set TV. It's fantastic. I'm enjoying it a lot. But how we get it done, because we don't have the ability to go live on Life Set just yet, means we record the show. And then it's posted on the website. and But it gives me the ability to have interviews. So tomorrow we have former NFL champion Burgess Owens. He's going to be on the show, but that's over on Life Z. So you can always find the episodes for my show and the hot takes, the clips, three-minute clips, over at LifeZet.com. And then you just click on the left-hand corner and hit the drop-down menu, choose my show, and everything's right there. I also post them to my Twitter and Facebook pages after they go up so you can see them there. But again, um, we're going to be we're going to be doing some cool things here. So bear with us. And there's the music. More changes to come. When we get back from this break, we're going to delve into judges, religious liberty, climate change and education right here on Stacy on the right. And we're also on Life Set TV. Be right back. court or wet because the players kept dribbling on it the dad joke corny grown worthy but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids what did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school bye son so take a moment to make your kid laugh because dad jokes rule 
Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba. Please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Okay, man, this is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're gonna go out there and be an all-star caregiver. Cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. You gotta dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments, because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Show the world that you're tougher than tough. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear. Filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. Dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, he's late every morning. Okay, squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Stacy on the Right. <laughs> All right, let me just give a quick praise report before we get back to our party platform unpacking. Um, so one of our children had to have a, like a, a little medical procedure today. And I'm not going to lie. It's one thing when I have to go do stuff, when I have to go to the doctor or I have something wrong with me. But when it's the kids, it just feels so differently. And I know the parents out there in the audience will totally commiserate with me on this. So we prayed about it. And of course, I went to my prayer group that I'm a part of at the kids school and I told them about it and they were like, we're, we're lifting y'all up in prayer. You know, the Lord, God is, God is good. He's able, won't he do it? And so, um, he just did today. We had the best doctor. She was just like a calm, cool precision machine. And she came in and she made everything happen. Uh, our daughter handled it very well and I was in there with her. So I got to see everything going on and you know, it was it was a very, very good morning. It went very well. And so I just want to just give glory to God, lift my hands in the sanctuary and say thank you, Lord, for such a great um, answer to prayer that it went well today. And of course, we get results next week and I'm trusting God for good results. But in the meantime, 
I just want to say glory to God for giving us answered prayer on just get, making it through this morning and um, me actually getting, we, we stopped and got a bite to eat. And then I came home and I, I was already, this was something I had on my to-do list to unpack this party platform comparison. And the reason I want to do it here on the show, I've done, I've talked about this before, but I, the reason why I want to do a thorough job on today's show about it is to have it for people to refer back to, first of all. Second of all, to make it patently clear um, that there is a methodology to this. And now might be a great time for me to just say just really quickly that this party platform comparison is what cemented in my mind that as a Christian and a wife and a mom, I needed to move away from the Democrats. I was already being led there by the Holy Spirit, but I needed some quantifiable evidence because my whole family, I come from a family of Democrats, Christians, Bible-believing Christians, church-attending Christians, serving Christians who are also staunch supporters of the Democratic Party. And I felt like if I was going to leave a tradition in my family that spans generations where none of them are Republicans, I was really going to have to have my ducks in a row. You know what I'm saying? You, you, surely you've been there where you've decided, I, I think I might leave the general orthodoxy on an issue. You don't want to just leave and be willy-nilly. And when people ask you why, be like, well, I just like the Republicans better. I mean, you can, you can be whatever party you want for whatever reason, but I just know that God has something better for us. His word says that we are to seek wise counsel, um, that, that we're to be informed. If you look at Proverbs, it tells you how we're supposed to live. And it never says, well, just go with your feelings. Hey, Christian, how do you feel today? Because, you know, if it was about our feelings, I would never do anything that I didn't like to do. And in the areas where my feelings have reigned supreme, I am not doing as well as I should be. In fact, I can think of one area, my weight. I'm failing in that area because I do what I feel, which is I don't feel like working out and I do like to eat. Like the stuff that I cook is rich and delicious and um, it's not low-cal. <laughs> just isn't, right? <laughs> Confessional moment. There it is on Stacy on the Ride on Lifeset TV and, you know, Right, live to you. So that is why we're doing this. I, I literally, I was feeling like the Lord was telling me, what does my word say? You know, that's something when you feel like the Holy Spirit is asking you, do you even know what my word says? Do you even know what I feel about these issues? So I, I said, you know what? I do know what the Bible says about abortion. I know what it says about same, so-called same-sex marriage. I know what it says about all of the sins I'm aware I grew up in church. So ignorance, I couldn't plead it. So I thought to myself, well, it should be pretty easy for me to know if what I'm feeling is the Holy Spirit or if I'm just, you know, whatever it is that could be prompting me to want to change parties, especially since my husband and I were Democrats together. It wasn't like we started dating and got married and we didn't know what we were politically. We were both Democrats. Um, So I I went to the party platforms back then because Maya is now 19. So this was... 19 years ago, maybe a little bit more, because I was expecting her when this started, this change began to occur. So I went to the party platforms and I started looking and 
This party platform for the Republicans is very similar to the one from back then. The Democrats party platform has changed quite a bit over the past 20 years, but the Republican one has remained the same on the major issues, which I'm going over the major issues. The party platforms are lengthy documents. You can find them online. They're good reads. So if you want to spend some time this weekend, just print it out on your computer or get your iPad where you can blow it up big and just flip through and read every single page of both party platforms. And if everything in the Democratic Party platform sits well with you, then go to God's word. How does it sit with God's word? That's the question for us as Christians. I can't stress it enough. As Christians, we are never, ever going to be in front of almighty God in all of his glory and splendor, waiting to be welcomed in and have him say, well, I know you were a Democrat because you're black, right? We are spirits. We have a soul. We dwell in a body. This is our temporary condition, but that spirit and that soul are bound together and they will go on into eternity. So this short, we call it job interview or your audition space, whatever you want to call it, this, what we do here matters because in eternity, we're going to be reaping what we sowed here. So that's why it's so important that it's not the feelings, it's not the friends. That's why I'm willing to alienate friends and family and have people think that I'm a horrible monster. There are literally people here in St. Louis who think I'm a horrible monster because I support President Trump. I'm willing to put up with that, not for President Trump, but because I believe in the party platform that more closely reflects what God's word says. And I know that's unpopular. And I know there are even some people that I love dearly who are, they're conservatives. They don't, they don't ascribe to Republican Party politics, but they're conservatives. And they say politics doesn't have a political party or Christianity doesn't have a political party. The Bible doesn't have a political party. No, it doesn't. I would never diminish the inerrant word of God by saying it is Republican. But I can say that out of these two party platforms, one of them advocates for killing babies even after they're born. That is the position of Governor Northam. Not one presidential candidate has denounced that position. And all Democrats agree that abortion on demand is the place where you divide. Democrats are for it. Republicans are against it. So what I'm saying to you is, no, the Bible doesn't have a platform. God doesn't wear, you know, MAGA t-shirts, nor does he wear the donkey t-shirts. But guess what he does do? He says that his word is true. It goes on into eternity. It informs us as Christians. And we are to look at it. We are to read it and absorb it so that it sharpens our minds and feeds our spirits. It sanctifies us. It tells us and teaches us about our redemption, which came from Jesus Christ and his work on the cross as the propitiation for our sins. And doggone it, people, you better hear me. God expects us to obey. Whether we feel it, whether we want to be Democrats, whatever your feelings are, God wants our obedience. And he's not going to argue with us when we meet him. It's not going to be that kind of an interaction. That's not who we serve. If you're serving him, you know, and that's on you. I can't tell you what you're doing. I have no idea what you're doing. Okay. And I'm not judging you. I used to be a Democrat. Okay. So this isn't about, um, no, no one is irredeemable. The cross is for every one of us. So let's go on. Oh, by the way, if I didn't finish that, I compared the party platforms. I looked up the major issues in the Bible and I found that the Democrat position on abortion on um, using taxation to take money from people who've earned it and give it to people who haven't earned it. They call it charity, but charity is a um, charity is something that you do willingly, privately on your own 
The government can't make you be charitable. It can only confiscate your wealth and redistribute it to others. And so when I saw those things, all of the different issues and where the Democrats stood, I understood what the Holy Spirit was messaging to me and I went with it. And it's never been the same since then. It's never been the same. And for everything, everything that I, someone else might say, oh, you lost this, you lost that, you lost the respect of these people. Look at how you lost, you, you, you were writing for the Post-Dispatch, you're not anymore. Even recently, look at you, you're no longer at AFR. How can you advocate for this? Well, I don't work. I, yes, I had an independent contractor arrangement with AFR. I had an independent contractor arrangement with the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. I have had positions where I worked for organizations and some of them ended and some of them I left, whatever the case might be. But ultimately, all of this work is for the Lord. And so if I'm pleasing him, the circumstances may change. People may be mistaking me for the new crew over there and coming on my Facebook page and telling me what I should and shouldn't do with the show and mistaking me for the new people. Do what you're going to do. I'm going to continue to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. And that means I got to tell you the truth about these issues. So the next party platform plank that is discussed here in this comparison, and it's a nonpartisan guide on issues of concern to the electorate. This, the current party platform that is in effect for the Democrats and the Republicans is, are the platforms that were decided and voted into, into existence in 2016. The changes, if there are any, will occur in 2020 at the next convention of both parties separately in different cities with the delegates going to each and any changes that occur then will be voted in and then those party platforms will be the new party platforms for the next four years. That's how it works. So on judges, on page 13 of the Republican Party platform, it says, we support the appointment of judges who respect traditional family values and the sanctity of human life. On the Democratic platform, on page 25, it says, we will appoint judges who defend the constitutional principles of liberty and equality for all, protect a woman's right to safe and legal abortion, curb billionaires' influence over elections because they understand that Citizens United has fundamentally damaged our democracy and see the Constitution as a blueprint for progress. So if you believe that the founders were given our Constitution and, and, and that God created America for a specific purpose, then you cannot agree that the Constitution is simply a blueprint. You can't. Religious liberty. We value the right of America's religious leaders to reach, to I'm sorry, to preach and Americans to speak freely according to their faith. Republicans believe the federal government, specifically the IRS, is constitutionally prohibited from policing or censoring speech based on religious convictions or beliefs, and therefore we urge the repeal of the Johnson Amendment. This is the party plank on religious liberty found on page 11. On page 19 of the Democrats' party platform, speaking to religious liberty, they say, Democrats know that our nation, our communities, and our lives are made vastly stronger and richer by faith in many forms and the countless acts of justice, mercy, and tolerance it inspires. We believe in lifting up and valuing the good work of people of faith and religious organizations and finding ways to support that work where possible. Now, this ambiguous statement is meant to be a catch-all that enables them to persecute Christians while turning a blind eye to the myriad offenses of Islamic faith practitioners, namely genital mutilization, um, the 
honor killings and the oppression of women that occurs within the borders of the United States when people come here and practice Sharia law. Democrats have nothing to say about Sharia law. They have everything to say about whether or not Melissa Johnson and her husband should be forced to serve pizzas at a gay wedding or um, the baker should be forced to make a cake for a gay wedding or what have you. Okay? So, again, what does God's word say? Well, God's word says that uh, we have to obey the authorities that are appointed over us. God's word talks about... Um, what Christians are to do when it comes to participating with our government, which means we're to render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's. So we're to pay the tax, we're to participate in our civic government, and we are to spend time educating ourselves so that we can vote in ways that r- reflect our Christian worldview. And we're going to go over that as well. The the um, the study about 26 areas of faith that Christians want their pastors to teach about, and a lot of them are political, quote unquote, but remember politics is a tool. So you use the tool to manage the government. And we're going to we're even going to talk about that. We're going to just unpack this stuff. Just let's let's do it, okay? Let's let's get this. So moving on to climate change and global warming. We firmly believe environmental problems are best solved by giving incentives for human ingenuity and development of new technologies, not through top-down command and control regulations that stifle economic growth and cost thousands of jobs. That's the Republican Party platform page 22. Sorry, I gave you the wrong one. Yeah, page 22. Sorry, I just glanced down to to the wrong section. So we're talking about climate change and global warming. Page 22 of the Republican Party platform is what I just quoted. On page 27 of the Democratic Party platform, it says climate change is an urgent threat and a defining challenge for our time. We believe America must be running entirely on clean energy by mid-century. The party platform doesn't say how. And it doesn't explain how many millions of Americans will be forced into poverty in order to answer these unjust claims and ridiculously unsupported claims that that basically say that our climate is dying when in reality, no such thing is occurring. The climate is going to change. It's cyclical and we can look at the supported data, but they want to stifle dissent and they want to make climate change, they, they've already made it an issue that is really about wealth redistribution from well-developed nations like ours to third world countries and from wealthy people or, and that's really anybody who has electricity, running water, central air and central heat, transferring wealth from you to some other foreign country. It's true. It's the truth. Okay. Education and school choice. We support options for learning, including homeschooling, career and technical education, private or parochial schools, magnet schools, charter schools, online learning, early college schools, or early college high schools. We especially support the innovative financing mechanisms that make options available to all children, such as education savings accounts, vouchers, and tuition tax credits. That is the quote from the Republican Party platform on page 34. The Democrats say on this same subject, Quote, Democrats are also committed to providing parents with high quality public school options, expanding these options for low income youth. We support great neighborhood public schools and high quality public charter schools, and we will have them disseminate best practices to other school leaders and educators. Democrats oppose for profit charter schools focused on making a profit off of public resources. Anti-liberty. All right, we'll be back in a second.
My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who... Had to be independent and take initiative. And that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. <coughs> when I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is how we do every day. If you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music. Ah, this is Mommy's jam. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Stacy on the Right. Welcome back to the program. I have to be careful about that. So one of the things we're going to be doing is, as I've promised before, and we did it a couple of times this week, uh, going straight through with no commercials, no PSAs, I should say. And that's going to be starting just like as soon as I can get it going. You'll notice over at LifeSet we don't have any. Um, whenever we have any sponsors come on over there, of course, we might have some some sponsorship things in there. I don't know how that's going to work, but... Right now, i just like to ask that you would pray that the Life Zet Venture would be successful. Um, it's, it's actually a wonderful privilege for them to have, you know, said, hey, Stacy, we'd like you to come and join. 
and I know you guys have been walking with me through this whole process and you know I I kind of or at first over the summer I was like wow God has to have something else that he has for me to do well he doesn't actually have to have anything for me to do he doesn't need me to do anything um, but I do feel like I'm supposed to be doing something I'm supposed to be you know keeping out there spreading the truth and and just biblical worldview uh, first above all but there's it's interesting with this life's that thing they have a couple of channels over there um, family and they have a faith channel and so they speak to moms they have a, an audience of moms who go there and they they get that content and that is one of the subjects that I like to I just love doing that um, the subjects anything that politically connects up with being a mom and then all of the subjects that have to do with like we covered the allergy update earlier this week I love that stuff so I fit in right there so aside from politics I have those as, as things that I talk about regularly and also um, the faith component which I do the encouragement and we talk about God's word here we share information about like the, you know different bible studies etc everything um, that is also there as well so there are some connection points there you know what I mean like I it's, it's like I'm like okay I do have a place here where I fit in so I want it to be successful so please pray that it would grow um, that the Lord would use life set and use me on life set to spread news and information out there that is glorifying to him and I will continue to pray for that as well uh, so I want to go well first I want to say hi There's a lot of people in the chat room today and I know you guys have been missing me over there Richard Layton Chi Tracy Mimi thank you guys I'm, I'm not sure if I saw smoke there if smoke is is in the house smoke thank you so much uh, for being around thank you and um, over in the Facebook chat room all the best people the usual suspects all in the chat areas you guys are awesome thank you okay so what we were discussing before we went to the break is the school choice issue. And I'll just read the last part of that quote. Democrats oppose for profit charter schools focused on making a profit off of public resources. So public resources in their mind is your kids, your tax dollars. I'm sorry, but I'm not a public resource and neither is my money. And my kids should be allowed to go wherever they it's best for them. Their father and I should be the one to decide. And if it's not the public school, the tax dollars that I'm paying don't belong to the public school. They belong to my kid. Though Those tax dollars should follow my kid. Now, does that sound unfair? Life isn't fair. Make something better out of it for yourself. That should be the attitude that we have. We already have a huge social safety net. We already take care of anyone. If you, there's anything wrong with you, we take care of it. And yet we still aren't doing enough, people. All of us are working for January, February, March and April, we all work to fund the government. We don't start paying ourselves until May. Oh, you didn't know that, did you? Look at your taxes. Now, if you're paying 20%, then just do, do the math, do the little equation, and maybe you're doing the first couple months, first three months. Maybe you're doing the first two months. But you're doing some months for the federal government. You just need to know that. And then that doesn't even include hello you pay taxes on the local level as well now you're well Stacy we're getting services the roads and the bridges yes we have roads and bridges okay but don't you think that some of the money that is being spent on the roads and bridges is coming from um, businesses because businesses pay a huge tax as well but don't forget they're not just so if you are a business owner and you're a private citizen you're getting taxed twice because they tax the money that you've earned they also tax the money from your business your profits 
they're getting you coming and going. So please miss me with this idea that somehow all of this money is needed for the, no, it's needed so we can send money to the Ukraine and then they can impeach the president over it. It's needed so we can send money to Iran and Iraq and Afghanistan. It's needed so we can put troops all over the globe without congressional authorizations, robbing us of our right to have due process and to have our representative vote heard in the halls of power. Huh? Yeah, y'all know I was going there, okay? Uh, that's where I am today. So buckle up. Let's get back to these issues. So the key issue of sex education Oh, y'all's ears better perk up right here because the Democrats are doing some crazy stuff with the sex ed, teaching kids how to put bananas, condoms on bananas, teaching kids about anal sex, kindergartners. Out in California, they've made it so that if you don't have your kid at school so they can learn these perverted things, they want to do stuff to you. Like they want to take your kid from you out there. Now, if you're in the middle of the country like we are, you still have some modicum of control. But if your kids are in public school, Planned Parenthood and SICAS are right there telling the school board what sex ed is and what it isn't. It's not abstinence and it is them learning all about all of these disgusting things, especially the fact that if you're in high school, your sexuality hasn't been determined. You might be gay or bisexual. And the only way for you to find out is, hey, 13 year old, go have some sex and let me know how it turned out for you. And if you get pregnant, don't forget, we're here for that, too. We'll help you abort the baby without ever telling your parents. So don't feel afraid. There aren't any reasons why you can't go do sex. In fact, watch some of our videos where our videos show you how to do the homosexual activity. Are you grossed out? No? I have more for you. So on the key issue of sex education, the Republican Party platform says on page 34, we renew our call for replacing family planning, quote, in quotes, programs for teens with sexual risk avoidance education that sets abstinence until marriage as the responsible and respected standard of behavior. Now, the reason the Republicans have that in the party platform is because the proof is in the pudding. When parents prioritize sex education in the home from the perspective that we are not just animals with desires that we need to satisfy we are human beings made in the image of God. He gave us sex as a means of gratifying our life partner, namely our spouse within the bounds of marriage, as well as procreation, then children who are taught that come up with the understanding. It doesn't mean they never make a mistake. It doesn't mean you don't have a teen pregnancy in a Christian household. What it means is that you have less likelihood of these things happening because when children understand what sex is for, when you talk to them in just regular terms, you don't have to be a scholar. You just get a couple of anatomy books you go over them with your kids. You use the proper names for the parts. You tell them every one of these body parts is represented in our house because you have a dad and you have a mom. And this is how you came to be. So this is supposed to happen within the bounds of marriage. And you do it in an age-appropriate fashion. And if you're not comfortable right now, maybe you're thinking, whoa, wait a minute now. You start talking about sex. You're already talking to your kids about sex when you tell them, when they say, you know, my bottom hurts and you say what part and you start talking about that, you're talking about their sexual organs. They fell off their tricycle and hurt their bottom, you know, or they rode their bike too long and hurt their private parts. You talk about it. You're talking about their sexual organs. When they ask you, where did the, who put that baby in your stomach? That is a question kids love to ask. I remember the first time one of our kids asked. So she was like, I said, you're going to have a, 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 I'm having a baby. You're going to have a sibling, a boy or a girl. She turned to me and her eyes were just as big. She said, who put that baby in there? God? <laughs> I was like, well. And in that moment, I thought, 
And I could tell her something magical and phantasmagorical and I could make this really fun because I'm, I'm, I'm like I have that kind of you know I could just go off into a tangent I could start telling a story and before you know it it's a pretty decent story but then I felt like a check within me that said here's your chance to either basically make her think that all kinds of weird stuff is happening like storks are delivering babies or that a stork a bird that you've never seen before came in and put a baby in your stomach or it's going to deliver a baby at, at the hospital or you can tell her the truth God's design for marriage and for the family. What are you going to do? And, and, and in that moment, I thought, okay, well, what can it hurt for me to teach her the proper names? And so I told her that her dad put the baby in my tummy. And she said, oh, so when is it going to come out? And she came over, put her hand, teeny little chubby hand right on my stomach and said, how's the baby doing? Can the baby hear me? I mean, she was, these were great questions considering she was so small, like teeny tiny, but she was an early talker. And the further along the pregnancy I got, the more she wanted to know. And the funniest story that I tell sometimes, she loves laughing at this story, is now, so I'm really pregnant at this point. I'm having the baby any day now. And she comes into the bedroom where I'm standing there in front of my dresser and I'm dressed and she comes right over to me and she puts one of her little tiny hands on each side of my stomach and she says, Mommy, how are we going to get this baby out? She takes her little hand and she draws a line with her hand right under, like from one side of my stomach around to the other side. She says, is the doctor going to cut the baby out or will it come out someplace else? And then she literally, she looked from one side of my stomach to the other and then down and then up at me like, how's this thing coming out? And I said, well, there's a place down below that I've talked to you about before. I've called it the vagina that's where the baby is going to come out. She said, where you pee? I said, no, not where the pee comes out. There's a place behind that where the baby will come out. She turned around, ran to the hallway bathroom, shut the door and came back a minute later and said, mommy, that's not possible. <laughs> and we both broke out laughing and I said, it is possible. That's where you came from. She said, oh, wow. I said, God will make it possible for the baby to come out of there and you'll see your your brother will come from there and that's where you came from and she said wow I said sometimes if a mom is having trouble or if they the doctor says that you need to they will cut the tummy and take the baby out of the tummy directly but for me I'm going to have the baby out of that space that I just talked to you about and she said okay I mean what else could she say she was teeny tiny that was the beginning of the conversations that we have had and and they pr have progressed and they have got, actually gotten uncomfortable for me at times because the kids know a lot because nowadays everything is out there and so they hear and see things when they're not under your control that you then have to kind of explain. But the point is that if you as a godly parent ask God to guide you as you speak to your child and you treat your child like the creation of God that they are, that they deserve to know the accurate names of their body parts and every function of their body and you describe it to them in a no-nonsense way just tell them well does my brother because I remember her saying when he was when he was born she said he's a boy so that means he has what does he have I said he has a penis she said oh I said just like your dad she said oh <laughs> turned around ran back to her toys it's that simple you start it then and as they grow up you add detail and then they will come to you if they have a question about something instead of getting the information from their friends. They'll get information from their friends, but they'll know what, what's what. It's what makes them wise. And I don't mean disgusting, like what the liberals are trying to do, where they teach your child all these disgusting things. I mean wise like 
oh, I know that's not true. When people are sitting up talking about stuff they don't know or telling disgusting stories, your child will know that's not true. I know it's not true because my mom already told me and then she showed me in an anatomy book. Is, is, whoever told you that, are they a doctor? Because the only way that they could be more right than my mom is if they were a physician. My mom's not a doctor, but we have an anatomy book. <laughs> I'm just telling you guys. So, um, so to wrap it up, because we're going to come back to this. I still have Obamacare, marriage, medical research, Iran, and foreign assistance to go through. And then we'll, we'll even add to this. If there's something you'd like to see me compare and contrast in the Republican Party platform, here's your chance. You can message me. If you type it in the comments, I might not see it. Because I try to go through and read the comments after every show, but I don't always get every single one. If you want me to talk about a compare and contrast in the Republican and Democrat Party platforms, you can email me at Stacy on the right at gmail.com I was going to give you another address Stacy on the right at gmail.com and I'll and I'll do it right here on the show I'll look it up on both party platforms and I'll compare it right here so you can have that information um just consider it something I'm doing because I want to know for myself and I I know you guys are sharp and, and beautiful beautifully minded so to wrap it up the Democrats say we recognize the quality affordable on sex education Quality, affordable, comprehensive health care, evidence-based sex education, and a full range of family planning services help reduce the number of unintended pregnancies. That's on page 37, and it's a hearkening back to their Planned Parenthood stance. If you think that's what God's word says he has for us as Christians, then I encourage you, I strongly suggest that you go back to God's word and read it again. So listen, Lord willing, I'll be right back here tomorrow doing this thing one more time we'll have burgess owens as well on the live zet side of the show god bless you have a fantastic night and pray for our success at life set tv god bless <laughs>